0: Welcome to Beauty Therapy, a podcast for beauty professionals. I'm your host, Kira Doyle. In our industry, we often give so much, we forget to leave anything for ourselves. This is your reminder to take care of the many parts of infinite you. Join me on my quest to cultivate self-love, to become the healthiest, happiest version of you so you can be fully aligned with your work, grow your business, and frankly, kick ass.
1: You're in a rat race. You're in a point in your life where you're go, 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 and you're not giving yourself enough time, space. You're not conserving your energy. You're not fully taking care of yourself in the sense of space to breathe. It's just you need to give yourself time to, to breathe, to relax, and to create space to create more things. Mm-hmm. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that is just a glimpse
0: into my Akashic reading, which is crazy, right? We'll be getting all into my reading. I'll be sharing a portion of my reading with you. But before we talk to my guest today, I wanted to share a little bit of the synchronistic way that we connected. So I had found out about the Akashic Records maybe about six months ago. It was just one of those things where the name sounded like something I had heard before, but I once I really started looking at it, I realized it wasn't anything I had ever heard before. And I just was really drawn to it. So I went online, of course, I go straight to Amazon, anything I'm interested in, I just have to go buy a book on it. And I bought this book called How to Open the Akashic Records, as you would, by Dr. Linda Howe. And I started researching how to open up my records and I want to say this without you guys judging me but one of the requirements before opening up your records is that you can't have any like foreign substances or toxins in your body for up to 24 hours before the reading and that includes alcohol so no wine. And for some reason, every time I ended up with a time, like a certain amount of time where I could practice opening up my Akashic records, I just so happened to have always had a glass of wine the night before. And it was getting to this point where I'm like, I'm really gonna have to plan this out because I'm just, I'm not gonna be able to wing it. I'm gonna have to really consciously make the time, not make sure I don't drink and go try to open my records. And after trying and unsuccessfully, opening up the records for quite a a long amount of time, I realized that I was going to need a little bit of help and I was at a wellness event and I went to the bathroom and when I closed the door of the bathroom, like you know how they sometimes have flyers on the door so there's always something for you to look at, uh, always trying to sell to you even when you're peeing and I look out and I'm like, oh, the Akashic Records, there's there's a retreat coming up for them. And it was coming up October 4th, which at this time was probably like June. And I'm like, okay, I I think that's a sign. But I sat on it for a little while. I wasn't sure if it was going to be time that I could swing or money that I could really swing towards doing this because here I go again, you know, taking interest in something else. And I just wasn't sure uh, if, if I really should do this at that time or if I was just being frivolous. Finally, one night I just wake up and I'm like, I'm feeling like really pulled. I have to go do this. I'm going to book my retreat. And very soon after, got connected on Instagram with this beautiful woman named Lorena and she DMs me and she's like, hey, I never do this, but I see that you're a human design reader. I read Akashic Records. Would you be interested in doing a trade? So of course I said yes. And I also said, would you mind if I can record you and we could turn it into an entire podcast episode. So you're going to hear from Lorena today um, about what the Akashic Records are, her journey to finding them, and then we will be sharing a portion of my Akashic Records reading with you. It's very personal, it's very intimate, and... It's honestly such a magical experience and Lorena herself is just super, super magical. She started reading the Akashic Records on a journey towards her own self-love and acceptance and I just think it's so synchronistic that the universe brought us together um, because that's why I started this whole podcast. Actually, it was about my own journey towards self-love and acceptance. So much in my message from my guides was about slowing down and creating more space and really being able to hear myself. Um, They totally called me out. They totally know me and they know exactly what I need. So I have a very full, very full schedule, very full life right now, which I'm so blessed for all of it. But I think time has never moved at a faster rate than it's moving right now. And it is my responsibility to to slow it down. I really think this is going to blow your mind. Um, I'll be linking everything below, where to find Lorena. She also just started a podcast with her sister, Lucia. And their podcast is called The Soul Tribe Podcast. So it's all about the Akashic Records. If this really sparks your interest, definitely give it a listen. Um, They both are accepting readings and bookings and don't forget guys there is a sweepstakes going on right now on beauty therapy podcast it's to win a free human design reading with me and how to enter you just simply rate and review on itunes or wherever you listen and send a screenshot of it to me on instagram so you can send that to at Beauty Therapy Podcast, and I will enter your name into win from the drawing. And this is going to be running until Monday, September 24th at midnight. So get your entries in. You know you want a reading with me. I can't wait to meet you. And thank you guys so much. All right, that's it. Without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode with Lorena. Guys, we just read my Akashic Records and it was absolutely insane. I'm actually like stumbling over my words because I'm, my mind is still blown from the experience. And don't worry, we'll be sharing, we'll be sharing it with you guys after. So, Lorena, for our, for our listeners that are unfamiliar, can you tell us what are the Akashic Records?
1: Well, some people know it as the Book of Life. So it's the book that contains all the information about your soul. It's from past. Present and future lives. And it contains all the information from everything you felt, you thought, that you experienced, even contracts that you have or have had in other lives. And when you get a reading, you're essentially getting permission from someone to open their book of life. So you have to ask permission, obviously. And we can access information in there. So, in general, you know, we can get some information from a past life if, if it's relevant to their present life and also any present life issues that they're having, for example, health issues or anything that the that person is dealing with, we can ask about and get answers and grow from it and heal. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it is it is so, so cool. And before we
0: really dive into how you found the Akashic Records and how they've changed your life, can you tell our listeners a little bit about your background? Where are you from? What's your upbringing?
1: So, well, my name is Lorena, like you already said. <laughs> I'm 38 years old. I'm from Uruguay. So I was born in Uruguay but left Uruguay when I was five years old with my mom, my dad, and my sister. And I grew up in New York, and moved back to Uruguay when I was about 16. So I've lived on five different continents, which is pretty crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I've always moved around a lot and kind of never really found a place where I could call home. My home right now is, is uh, the Cayman Islands. And I've been here for almost four years. But, you know, I have... I I don't know. I love traveling. I love moving around, meeting people. And... Finding the Akashic Records is for me essentially uh, this journey of self love. It came to me at a moment of starting to love myself and feeling worthy of being able to be an Akashic Records reader. I just never, I used to open my own, but never felt like I was worthy of helping people. Does that make sense? I don't know. But it it found me in that path and it made me feel so like I'm in my purpose, that I'm actually doing what I need to be doing and helping people and helping myself in the process as well. I mean, I just felt that from you when you read mine.
0: Um, I feel really understood and I feel so, I was really scared before our, our session actually, because I was so afraid of like, what's going to come up. And is it going to be something I don't want to hear? Or like there was going to be this dangerous lurking fact that you were going to drop <laughs> on me that I like wouldn't have seen coming. Uh, but most, er, mostly everything was reaffirming where I am. and um, But there was a lot of new insights as well. So it was a really beautiful balance. And you are the perfect channel, as you said, for delivering it. So you are incredible. How did you end up finding the Akashic Records?
1: Probably like 11 years back, I started getting my own um, records read by someone else and found so much peace, like you're just saying the same thing, feeling like I was on the right path and understanding my purpose in some way or that I was in the place and at the moment that I needed to be. And one of those readings, I ended up getting a suggestion from my master's to open my own And I didn't think I was going to be able to do it. And it took me many years to really believe in myself and to be open to believing that what I was writing on a piece of paper was information channeled from them. Mm -hmm. But um, probably like a year ago, I started feeling more worthy of that because I started loving myself more. And it just came as like this message, this divine message of you need to learn to open Akashic Records for other people. You need to help people with this. It just literally came to me one day when I was speaking to my sister, my sister Lucia. She's been opening records, Akashic Records, for eight years now. So she's been doing it for a long time when it was probably not even a thing. I was speaking to her and I said, whoa, I need to learn it myself too. Like I need to be able to help people too. And from there, like a week later, I was already studying it with with my teacher in Uruguay over Skype. We did it over the internet, just, you know like most things these days, (laughs) and um, yeah, did like these 30 free readings for people, and and then now trying to help as many people. Can you tell me when you did find them,
0: because other than like they made you feel really at peace, right, but there was a period for you where you felt like you didn't know if you were worthy, did you, you feel like you sourced that worthiness through continuing to have your Akashic records read? Was that what helped you find the sense of like, I can do this for other people now? Like what, what helped up level that self worthiness?
1: Uh, Well, a lot of therapy. (laughs) I went to a therapist for like a year and then I did a hypnotherapy session, which I felt was probably the most enlightening thing I've ever experienced for some for some reason, I don't know exactly what, it triggered something in, in me that awoke this um, sense of, of, of my higher self, it was very, it, there was a before and after, it was just mm-hmm. this one day I woke up and I, and I remember I woke up and I said, I can manifest and do anything I want in my life, I, I don't feel stuck anymore, I feel like I can do anything, basically, and probably a few weeks later it just, that worthiness came to me where I, I was worthy of manifesting abundance in anything, in any aspect of my life, and I felt, I felt the Akashic Records calling to me, it was, it was, it was divine, that's all I can say, I don't know exactly the, the, you know, the before or after, the exact uh, moment of, you know, where I, where I felt like the worthiness kind of kicked in it was a process of like a year and a half of really working on myself and believing in myself and dealing with my issues and everything like everybody has but for me it, it was a lot of work
0: mm. it was a process yeah therapy does help a lot I wish everybody would go to therapy it's the best yeah I agree um, how would you suggest so for somebody who's just like getting curious about the Akashic Records what is something that they can do to either learn more about it or if they what can somebody also what can somebody expect to
1: get out of their own reading like like you said before and i want to just point that out a lot of people go into a reading feeling very fearful they they don't know what they're going to hear they think they're going to hear i don't know if they think they're going to be criticized or like all these faults are going to be come out or I'm not, I'm not exactly sure what it is. There's, everybody has their own fears, but I think initially everyone has that fear. And when the reading ends, they feel at peace. That's one thing that everyone has said to me and I have felt it myself, the peace, understanding what's going on in your life and why you're feeling certain ways, that's, probably on top of everything um and just a sense of calm and knowing that you're on the path that you need to be for example a lot of the questions that you'll get is am i on the right path is my life okay am i doing the right thing and you're always or in general i would say 99.9 percent of the time you're reassured that you're on the right path and, and the path that you're on is right because you're learning what you need to learn mm. as long as you're following your intuition, your feelings, and your learning from everything that's happening to you, and it's not this repetitive issue that keeps happening, you're on the right path. You're always on the right path, and it's always about love, always. That's what the Akashic Records are about, about love, unconditional love. So you're never going to hear anything, you know, anything that will hurt you or go against your higher good. It will never be about that, ever. Ever. But I feel essentially it's, it's about understanding yourself more, understanding your life and how you're feeling and why you're feeling a certain way. Or even when you feel like, like I said before, that repetitive, repetitive issues or repetitive patterns, you will get an answer for that. You'll understand why that keeps, it could be something from a past life. Mm. It could be something from your life now. Where you'll understand it and you'll be able to dissect it. You'll, you and many times you'll be able to heal it and release it because you understand why it's there and, and what you need to learn from it.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely walked away with some homework. I feel from, from my. So we say they're my got gu- my guides, right? The guides and the
1: masters. Is that for you? Your, your, your reading was. I felt your guide. Yeah, like but it. I've had readings where i felt people, their soul was talking to them. Like I could no. see their soul and their energy talking, and it was their soul directly talking to them and their guides as well. But I've had readings where it is mostly someone's soul speaking directly to them. It is, it's insane. That's it's crazy. crazy.
0: That is, so it's probably like a soul that just really wants to come forward, but it can't be heard, right, by, by the person. Yeah. That they came forward to show themselves to you. Well, I was gonna say when I when I was asking my questions, you know, I kind of got like some reprimanding in a good way. <laughs> you were seeing like the finger being waved at me for for some things, and um, and I feel like I have some homework to like take back and and some things to go do. And I know you told me like, okay, so I'm gonna be able to check like when I create the space, I'll be able to hear. I'll be able to hear and things will just come to me and I'll know. But there is a part of me that wants to go back at some point for another reading and, and have them be like, great job. Great job, Kira. (laughs) (laughs) You did it. Now I want to get an A plus, you know?
1: (laughs) Um, Usually I forget a lot of the things that I say in a reading because that's your information, right? Like that's for you to keep and, and for you, you know, it's, it's like a respect thing, but since we just did it, I do remember them saying a few times that they were proud of you because they are, you, you're a hard worker. You, you are here to convey a message to people and you're already doing it. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah. They're proud of you. I felt it. Thank you. They just want me to slow down a little bit.
0: Um, which yeah. I want for me too. So me and my guides have the same wants for me. <laughs> it's <laughs> totally. just so nice. It's so nice to have it mirrored back to you. Well, can you tell me, speaking of, of of that, while you're in a position where you're always giving so much to other people, what are some things that you do to take care of yourself?
1: So that's been a struggle for me <laughs> lately because um, I do have a nine to five, and I'm doing readings most evenings. Mm-hmm. But uh, I try to open my own, my own Akashic records every day. That's something I'm, I'm putting at the top of my, my list of priorities because it's also a moment to look inward and to ask my own questions. And each reading, I learn something about myself too. So that's kind of, I feel like doing a reading is also something, it brings something to me in a way of taking care of myself and, and I get messages for myself too. But for me right now, it has to probably be the Reiki. I'm doing Reiki on myself every day, so I take at least 15 minutes each evening, or even before a reading, to just scan my whole body, and I kind of meditate and I envision light going through my body and healing, and it relaxes me in a way where I can go to sleep better. Mm. But I'm I'm one to journal. I love journaling, and I have kind of put that to the side yeah. because we've been working so hard with my sister on the podcast and i'm still working on getting my website up so i'm i'm I'm, I'm all over the place right now yeah but i do make time for reiki reiki is like my i actually got my level one not too long ago so i've been i've been doing that every day consistently i love that
0: i i would love to be able to do reiki on myself it's so healing so do you feel like when you're when you close off a reading is that is it almost like a what's like a necessary thing that you have to do, do, or is there one that you would have to do when you're finished just to kind of like get back in your own body and get rid of some of the stuff maybe you picked up from the other person's energy?
1: It's weird, but I am on a high after a reading. Mm. Like I feel so energetic. I have to calm myself down <laughs> um, because I feel so happy that I'm able to help and I'm, I am feel so fulfilled. So I, there's, um, I don't remember the name right now, but there's a, a specific Reiki method that you do and you kind of sweep your body. So that kind of just releases any negative energy that you have within you. And I try to sometimes do salt baths. So I take a normal bath and just put salt over my body and I'll do that sometimes. In general, it's just, yeah, the Reiki, that Reiki technique. and then And then I just switch off. It's just automatic now. At the beginning, I would get really emotionally involved with a lot of, uh, readings i had when i got to a point where i had to kind of just shut off and now i just forget everything i forget what's in the reading i forget everything mm. so it's good in that sense i
0: love that that's like that's the best way and then you're really just this pure channel i like the salt to, like do i do the himalayan sea salt in my shower and i pick up a lot of energy and emotion around me and I can actually feel the second it makes contact with my skin, I feel better. Like the second I get that immediate salt touching me, I just feel like, ah, do you know what I mean? It's just like the, it's yeah. so, everybody
1: should have salt, sea salt in their shower. I agree. It's it's healing. I have the ocean here because I live in the Caribbean and yeah. it's hot all year round. but, you know, I don't always go into the ocean. I don't necessarily always have time, but you always have a few minutes in your shower to do that. And I feel like, yeah, it's it's very healing and it cleanses your aura. So mm-hmm. it's good for you for sure. It's so, it's so, so, so good.
0: And you mentioned that you just started a podcast with your sister and actually guys, I am catching <laughs> Lorena on the day her podcast launched. So it's an honor to be sharing this day with you. And it's amazing. I already listened to two episodes. Um, can you tell me a little bit about how that came about? Well, first of all, what's the podcast called? It's
1: called the Soul Tribe Podcast. And we just released, like you said, today, August 19th, we um, we released five episodes. And we've been working really hard with it. And it's it's about the Akashic Records, but it's more than that. It's about spirituality and conversations and bringing out whatever, like, for example, our first official episode was about intuition. And the next episode coming out next week is going to be actually about the Akashic Records, about what people need to know before they go into a reading, what kind of questions you can ask, um, what happens when you don't get a response from a question. Mm. Um, it's, it's like an hour long. It's, it's a lot of information, and I feel like there aren't a lot of resources out there for people that are going to get an Ak- Akashic Records reading where they can really get kind of the breakdown of the kind of questions you can ask, what you can expect from a reading, and why you shouldn't fear a reading, why it's it's good for you. That one sounds amazing.
0: I wish I could have listened to that one before our <laughs> session. Maybe it wouldn't, I wouldn't have been so scared. I wasn't scared. I was just like... You know, you're just a- anxious anticipating what's going to be told to you. It's like uh it's like feels like that moment before I would read my report card, you know? Like, yeah. what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Where can everybody find your podcast?
1: So, I think it's, it's already published on iTunes, Spotify, uh, there it's pretty much I think it's on, on like seven different platforms. Probably the easiest ones, iTunes, you can just search for us there. And we also have a website, so it's um com. I still can't believe that we launched today. I'm pretty over the moon. Yeah.
0: And if somebody wants to book an Akashic
1: Records reading with you, where can they find you? Probably the easiest would be on Instagram or by email at Lorena Espiga underscore wellness. And you can also email me. That's I'm not sure if that's like a common thing that people do now. (laughs) I get a lot of emails, but um, it's, laredaestiga at com. so either of those you can reach out if you have questions or if you have any doubts on the akashic records i'm sure the new episode coming out will help people understand it a little bit more even this episode that you're doing which is amazing you'll give people lots of insight on the akashic records
0: awesome i thank you so so much for this evening for my reading i'm buzzing i need to do some salt bath on myself tonight so i can go to sleep (laughs) because i'll be like i'll be up all night um i know you guys are really going to enjoy listening to this reading and lorena is absolutely beautiful if anyone is thinking about an akashic records reading highly highly recommend okay guys are you ready here is my reading with lorena
1: because they're saying you're being pulled to human design Mm. so what's stopping you they're asking what's the fear behind it I think it's
0: that I I I don't I I guess it's that I didn't like seek it you know what I mean that I it wasn't on the goal list or whatever like whatever that means and when I found it I didn't feel honestly really worthy of it I always just felt like I it happened by accident and I keep waiting for like my streak of luck with human design to run out for someone else to come along and do it better. Or there are already experts out there who know more than me. And so it's kind of like, I'm going to join these other people, but they have more of a right to be there.
1: That's the the Mm. conversations I hear. They're saying, you have to think about one thing you have a way with people and a way of explaining things that other people don't have. So you need to keep that in mind. And not everybody is going to explain the things in the same way. Yes, there's one way maybe to read a chart or one way to um, show things. Like you physically, you'll see things in one way, but the way you put that information forward will be in one way. And another reader will do it in a different way. The same thing they're saying. The same exact thing with the akashic records. There's tons of akashic record readers, but you're not going to deliver the information the same way because you're a sensitive person. You're a person that can relate to people. You're a person that can talk to people in a different way than maybe uh, Sally over there. So you just need to keep that in mind. it's not, there's so many people that need that information. You shouldn't keep that to yourself, but you need to share that with people. And that might shift. That might not be forever. And that's okay because that'll bring you to your next thing. Mm -hmm. But if you resist that, it's, it's, it's like your soul's pushing you towards towards that and you're resisting it so that's just gonna create it's just gonna create this turmoil inside of you where you're just gonna be like, what am I doing? I don't know what to do. Where do I go? Like what way you know you know what to do. Mm. You know where you wanna go. But you're resisting it. So stop fearing it, they're saying. Stop fearing it. Do what what calls out to you. Mm. They're saying you're very good at what you're doing. You have a way with people that will not only be good for for human design, but for other things, too. So don't, yeah, don't don't doubt yourself with that. I mean, I can see you doing that full time. Mm -hmm. If that's what calls to you, move forward. I'm not saying to, do, to just throw everything out the window, just do that. Like Your podcast, needs. they're saying, it needs to be a part of your life. Mm-hmm. It's a way for you to voice things and to give information to the world. Not only about human design, about whatever your soul tells you. You don't have to label it one thing. So going to that question that you had about mm-hmm. what direction to go with your podcast. We can ask it again later and we'll get a specific answer as well. But they're saying, don't don't put it under one category. Mm. Open it up. Do whatever, do whatever you feel. They're saying, ask yourself, why do you do, why, why is it that you read human design? Why do you do that? Why, why, is it, why does it feel so good?
0: It honestly feels exactly the same way I became a hairdresser because I want to help somebody else love themselves and help someone else know themselves and not feel so alone, you know, and I always beauty was the avenue that I thought made people feel good. Um, if I thought if people felt beautiful, they would love themselves. And and now I learn that in my later years it's not about the external, it's about how you feel on the inside. And really and so that's why I also have the podcast. It's about self love. So that's
1: that's that's why. Whatever name vibrates with you will be perfect. And people are still going to listen to it, even if the name isn't "Quote unquote perfect. Mm. It's going to be fine. It's it's just it's just it's going. Listen, it's going to be a rebrand, and the name needs to align with the message. So just rewrite your message with your podcast, with whatever you're going to go forward with. If it's human design, if it's going to be a more open topic, I feel like it's going to open up. That's 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 the feeling I get." Mm where you're not just targeting a specific audience or specific group of people. It's going to be wider than that. So keep that in mind as well. If that's something that you're kind of leaning towards and then make sure that the name's aligned with the love. I feel it doesn't have to say the word love, but it needs to resonate that because that's the way forward and that's with human design with everything. Mm. So um, just keep that in mind. They're saying, I'm not sure. If, if that answers that question that you had before. If you want to ask that now maybe and we can get that through. Uh,
0: yeah, so the question was, um, well, I guess my, my question was, in my career, how can I live in a way to best honor my soul's purpose?
1: They're saying, guide yourself with not only that love that you feel, love, love yourself, Guide yourself with love, and guide everything you do with love. And keep <laughs> saying, "Listen to yourself," because there's so much wisdom inside of you. There's so many answers there, like waiting to come out, and they're not coming out because you're not allowing the space or the time for them to come forward and to like pop up. Mm. They're stuck in there, and you have you have the answers to all these questions. You have connected with your own guides before. You have done that, and I could feel like I'm getting goosebumps all over my body. Um, you have done that and you know how to do it and you can keep doing it and you can you can use your time with solitude to speak to them and you can speak to them in any way that you like you can close your eyes and ask them to give you a sign or ask them to guide you in the right aligned path for your life or to even help you with your podcast mm-hmm. they will they will put those messages inside of you you just need to give that Space. You're not giving yourself the space. That's the problem. Thank
0: you for saying that. I have been in touch before. I did want to ask, as I had tried to open up my Akashic Records, um, and I tried a couple of times and I wasn't able to get in, but was I able to get in the last time? Was that me in the records?
1: They're saying you have a direct line. Like you can access it. You can access them, their wisdom, their knowledge, by you just being at peace Mm. so that being said that means you being with yourself you calming yourself down not thinking about work not doing this not doing that just being calm and even like maybe sitting and kind of meditating for a few minutes you can connect with them and the last time i don't know why i got to know the last time but i feel like you have connected before those other times i feel like the last time they're saying no you were too much in your head you were too much thinking about everything and trying to get specific answers and trying to get the answers to your questions that they were resistant to give them to you. Mm-hmm. you that's, that's the answer. You were connected, but they weren't giving you the answers because you were, you were expecting too much. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Don't expect anything. Just simply reach out to them and ask them to show you a sign to show you a sign that they're there, that you're connected to them. And feel them. They say you will feel it in your body. Like, like I look, like I have goosebumps all over my body. They will give you a sign that they're there. Different people are different, but they will give you a physical sign. You'll feel them there with you. You're not alone. You're they're always there with you.
0: Mm. I was hoping you would say that.
1: You have. They're saying you have the power. Don't expect all the answers. They're there to give you peace. To give you. To show you that they're that you you're always you always have them by your side. They don't necessarily give you the exact answers you want all the time, or at the time that you want to give them. That you want them, but for example, you'll sit down one day and you'll breathe, you'll meditate, you'll ask them to give you a sign that you're you're a little bit worried about, let's say your podcast, and you can meditate on that. And they might not give you an answer right there and then. But you might get some type of awakening a day or two later that gives you the answer you need, and that's them talking to you. Mm-hmm. You just need to have the space of tranquility and peace so you can notice them there because they're constantly talking to you, you're just not seeing it. They're like, they, she never listens to me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's literally what they're saying. They're there. Yeah.
0: I think I've gone through periods where I was more attuned and where I was and lately it's been I know I haven't been although I'm more spiritual than I have been i've I'm still using my time to do other things you know I, I know I think I know what to do I just I am booked <laughs> so thank you for that. Is there anything else I can add other than space? Is there anything else I can add to my my path or my routine to help me get closer to my soul and to my guides?
1: Movement. They say, like, movement for you, not anything crazy, but repetitive movement can be very meditative for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the case of walking or bike riding or anything where you're not – you don't have like a goal, a fixed goal. I'm gonna run five K or I'm going to the gym to lift weights and I'm gonna lift this like five pounds or I'm gonna try to get a a PR on something. Like nothing competitive. It needs to be something where you're just really in the moment where you're in nature. Those are good moments to connect because it's like you're 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 away from your desk, you're away from everything. If you can be away from your phone, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Um, but nature is a big one for you, and just being outside. um, Repetitive movement where you can just kind of let go of things and then connect in some way. I I don't know if I'd talk to you at that moment, but it'll help you get into a more relaxed state where you can receive messages and be able to connect with them a little bit easier than if you were just sitting at your desk like, or sitting watching TV or something like that, where it's like mind numbing.
0: A hundred percent. I can see that. I'm definitely much more calm after I've moved. And if I haven't, I'm very anxious.
1: They're saying you get bored easily, but try and do things that are different. Don't always do the same thing. Don't always go down the same route. So they essentially, if you're always, for example, bike riding down the same path, Mm you're going to get to a point where you can just do it with your eyes closed. You're not really paying attention to everything. You're not like in seeing everything, enjoying it and soaking it in. Try to take different paths, go different ways. Um, do it at different moments of the day where you can just kind of, you know, I can see you like looking to the left and to the right and, oh, look at that nice tree over there. Or you're in the moment, you're present. That's what you need to do. Become present. And I feel like part of that love, that you want to transmit to people becomes so much more aligned and so much more visible when you're in that state of presence. Mm. It's insane. Like you're 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 connected to everything. You're connected to your guides, you're connected to the inner love that you have for yourself, the love that you have for everybody else. Seek that more. I'm just going to ask if there's anything else that they need to let you know. Just make it all about love. Make everything your podcast, your statement, your, your message to the world, the message on your podcast, the message everything needs to be around love and about self-love, loving others, and taking care of everything around you or the words that you say, the things that you do, and how you interact mm. in a loving way to show that as an example to people. And I feel like the podcast is going to turn into something more of that. Not, not that it isn't now, but it's going to turn into, that's going to be like the statement. It's going to be more about love mm. and that the name is going to come to you. That will literally take you down the path that you need to go with everything. And there's going to be more than human design. So they're, they said to get ready for that.
0: Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so glad you said that though because I've been I didn't want to establish myself as this human design expert only. You know what I mean? Like I've worried about I kept feeling like I need to keep it open, but I want to make it more about human design, but I love that you're saying that you're reaffirming that for me that it doesn't it doesn't have to be just that. It can be it can be a
1: more broad stroke. For sure they're saying as long as it's about love about not only loving yourself and others and, and showing love you're 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 going to be fine okay you don't have to worry about it just make sure that's always aligned within yourself and that with whatever you do that that's there present okay
0: okay And that wraps up my reading with Lorena, or at least how much I'm going to be sharing with you. Uh, It got a little personal. I'm just kidding. Um, it's, It's just pretty long. So love you guys. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode, and I just really love that you're still here. I cannot wait to see you next week for your weekly dose of beauty therapy.